Hey guys. Okay, welcome back. It's Friday. 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 Do people still say that? Anyways, um, I have a treat for you. Just like we did on Wednesday, here's a little bit about um, another coaching call that I did with my friend, Will, and he is not a girl, but that's okay <laughs> because all of the stuff that we talk about on this podcast can really be applicable to whomever is going to college. Whomever, whoever. Yeah. So I just had to niche down because there's some things that I'm more focused talking to girls and that's who I was when I was in college and, you know, still am, of course. So that's why I have a niche, but it was great to talk with Will because we got to talk specifically about him looking into his computer science degree getting that debt-free, and he was just floored on some of the options that were out there for him. So yeah, not just for that, but his entire program, not just like for the next year. Like he's even considering changing schools now after I spoke with him. Don't freak out. I'm not saying that we talk and you change your whole life plan around, but he found out a way that he'd be able to literally get completely debt-free with his degree, and so he's considering it. So Let's get into this podcast, this episode, and you can hear more about it. Oh, yeah. One more thing that I was telling people. Um, I have started a Facebook group for free, completely free. If you want to connect, learn some more, you know, stuff about graduating debt-free, connect with other students, getting their advice. And it is called the Christian College Girl Community on Facebook. You don't have to be a girl to join. Like I said, that's just who my focus is talking to. It is, again, called Christian College Girl Community, and then there's a dash, little squiggly, and it says scholarships and graduate debt-free. So I hope you can come and join us for free. Hey, girl. Welcome to Money and Mental Peace, a podcast for Christian college girls wanting to graduate debt-free. Do you procrastinate on homework while Googling easy scholarships and money for college because you're drowning in debt and student loans? Afraid you'll never have enough time and motivation to find ways to pay for college when you don't even have enough time to sleep or have a social life? I'm Kara. I too was a stressed college student and overachiever looking for money and mental peace. I wondered if there were other ways to pay for college, and I wished for a clear direction on how to do it. I wanted an easier way to fund college with less anxiety, but I kept telling myself I had no idea what to do thought I wasn't finished in school fast enough, and thought I would never have enough money. Until some scholarships and rare school hacks got me through debt-free, and I can show you how to do this as well. In this podcast, you'll find mental peace, answers for your future, and enough money to kill it at college. So grab your cold brew and TI-89 and enroll in the most stress-free and debt-free class that you've ever attended. This is Money and Mental Peace. Okay. Hi. So um, I'm Kara. Why we're connected is um, it's with your mom, right? That's who I spoke with, I believe. Yes. And um, we're actually in a podcast like group together. So that's pretty cool. But I graduated from college debt free. That was my goal, um, especially because I didn't know what I wanted to do at first for a while. And I want to help others do the same. I'm starting a podcast to do that. And I already have like a scholarship business where I help students find scholarships, but I'm kind of trying to do some more levels of this, right? Um, but I, to develop like a coaching call, like a coaching business, 
in this, I'm giving some free calls just to like get my feet wet, see if it helps other people. If I helped you, maybe you'll tell your friends. There's no requirement for you to do that. I'm just mentioning that. And um, that's what we're here for. Yeah. Awesome. So cool. So what I would like to start with is I'm going to learn a little bit about you and your situation. And then we're going to talk about some stuff that I can imagine that you could um, do to get started. Either you'll have to tell me. I th- I think she mentioned that you're not quite in college yet. So we could talk about planning ahead. If I got that wrong, I'm sorry. And um, I'll give you like some action steps and some maybe resources to look at. And we can go on from there and I'll share screen and we can look stuff up together and try to get like a plan already started that you feel like you have some reassurance for like <laughs> school money and stuff. How does right, that right. sound? Sounds great. Yeah. Okay. So um, this is just a little bit of a vague question, but you know, just tell me about yourself, whatever you want to tell me and kind of your college career ideas or plans. All right. Well, uh, first of all, I come from a family that where my dad is uh, a computer science major, uh, very technical, very skilled at what he does. And I've seen yeah. what he's done and I've seen the kind of stuff he does, uh, the environment he works in. And I thought, you know, that seems like a pretty ideal type of situation to find myself in. It pays well. Uh, cool. You get to work from home. You get to learn a computer science uh, you know, STEM degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, I think the road's taken me. Cool. Okay. If I ever pause, it's just some writing notes. Um, awesome. So, do you? Well, actually, let me ask. Are you? What, what level are you in? Are you a senior in high school? Are you in college already, and you're just deciding this stuff? Uh, senior in high school. I just applied to ASU. Okay. Oh, you know what? She did mention that. My bad. I talked to so many people. That's why I just want to confirm. Um, that's Arizona State University, right? Yep. Okay. You you applied, and then you're waiting to hear about admission. Is that correct? No, I've been accepted. Oh, okay. I just want to clarify. Well, that's awesome. Good job. And accepted. Um, boo, boo, boo. Okay. Have you applied for your FAFSA yet and know all about that? Uh, I filled out most of the information. I've not submitted it yet. Okay. That's totally fine. I just do that to check to remind people that it is great to submit it. So whenever you get a chance. Just because any scholarships even that we would find, a lot of times they check that first. Even those students, like you talked about with your dad, working a good job, good money, even if you weren't technically qualified for government funding, some scholarships still want to see that you applied for it. So that's good to do. Um, do you know, is your school awarding you any funds? Like, can you kind of start talking with me about how the plans, what the plans are for paying for college? Yeah, well, uh, so far, uh, without fast for any, you know, applying for anything, uh, I have the Dean Scholarship, which gives me about $5,000 off my tuition. Awesome. Is that a year or a semester off? A year. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Uh, as it is, my parents are going to pay for half of my tuition. That's uh, awesome. Five thousand deducted from that, and so uh, annually, off of my own, uh, you know, paycheck, it's going to be about nine to ten thousand a year. 
Yep. Let's just say 10,000, give it a little bit high and just like aim for something. Because right. <laughs> if you happen to like lower the price and like find more money, like there were a couple semesters that the college paid me back because I had enough grants and scholarships. So All right. we're going to say 10,000. If it's more than you need, that's fine. Okay. Um, I am just filling in a few answers that you already told me. Okay. So you're going to graduate like this coming spring, right? And then would you, right, right, you'd start in the fall, okay. And what's your high school GPA? Uh, weighted or unweighted? Can you just give me both, if you know it? Yeah. Uh, unweighted, it is a 3.35. Nice. Weighted, okay. it would be, let's see, I think it was 3.78. Nice. Sounds awesome. Okay, cool. So that gives me some of this like foundational information. Um, whereas where now I start sharing my like a little bit of my experience of how I did it. So I graduated debt free um, through some paying for cash, also grants, scholarships, and then some internships that would have like an education fund. And my parents helped with some things with like books. And actually, I lived at home, so like honestly, that was the help. But I was pretty much me paying for it and like transferring stuff. Um, so I just wanted to tell you some options, some stuff that I've done. Some of it might sound fascinating. Other stuff might not really vibe with you. That's fine. Um, but I will let you know just from what you've told me so far, especially at being a state school, you know, it's not going to be 50,000 a year. Um, and going into STEM and just getting started, like I can see a road ahead for you to get all of this like to be able to pay through it all like just from what I've talked with you about so let's let's go through you have to just come into my mind and see how this works a little bit um <laughs> have you ever tested out of classes is my first question uh as in like AP tests whatever that means to you yes because there's different ways to test out so I'm also kind of gauging what you know about testing out of classes so I'm going off the assumption that testing out of class means like taking a college level course, which means I don't have to take one in college. Right. Okay. Uh, if that's the case, then I've done two working on four. Oh, awesome. And um, did you like pass those first two and are able to transfer them to get credit? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one was my AP English three, which I took last year and networking in cybersecurity two, which was a dual enrollment course. Cool. And so your plan is to be able to transfer them all, right? Yeah. That's awesome. Good job. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know. Have you talked with like admissions or transfer or whatever to make sure they flow in smoothly or whatever? Like usually they do. I'm just curious. No, I haven't done any of that yet. Okay. Totally fine. I, that's just, I'm gauging where we are. So I'm just writing this down as an action step just because I can almost guarantee that makes sense. Like you're in that state and you're doing AP classes to a state school, like to transfer. But if I've learned anything through college finagling is to like confirm everything. So I'm just going to make a note that you might want to confirm with like admissions and transfer, whatever, like how those will fit in. Um, especially also the two you're taking now, 
because if they're not if they're not going to count for anything, you don't have to try so hard. I'm not trying to tell you to be lazy. I'm just saying, like, you want to, like, make sure, you know? Oh, no. One of them I'm probably not going to pass. I've already kind of given up on. Oh, shoot. Okay. Well, you just keep going at it. Try to do the three, right? Um, yeah. Let me just write this down. Um, actually, I'll share the screen so you can see what I'm doing. Haha, can you see it? Yeah, I got it. All right, cool. So, um, I want to tell you like a best kept secret <laughs> that colleges don't really want to tell you, and that's going to get me to my other action step and ask you to listen to episode two of my podcast because I talk about it in this. It's called Money and Mental Peace. Um, I tested out of my first year of college so yeah um and i've had friends who have done what i did plus more and tested out of most of most of their bachelors um so (laughs) let's back up a little bit i tested out using clep tests have you ever heard of those it's spelled c-l-e-p for college level examination program and Basically, I got my first year of college for about $600. <laughs> so what it is, is you go and study for an exam. Um, and it's more of this like general, like prereqs, like gen eds, right? So it's like, I did like college math, like a general college math credit. With engineering, you'll have to do so many levels so that might not work for you. But then also like a humanities class, an English class, a business class that I use for like an elective and um, there are study guides online, and I'll give you this information. And I went to my closest college that had a testing center. I wasn't a student at that college. Eventually, I did become one, but you didn't have to be. And I paid to take the test there, 100 bucks. If I passed it, I got three to six college credits. So a couple of them that I did were bigger tests, and I got six college credits for 100 bucks. Okay. So people don't really tell you about this kind of stuff. Um, I'm gonna, like, we're gonna, we're gonna dig into this. So actually, instead of looking for that, oh, stop. I'm gonna look at my last coaching call. Where is it? And copy and paste it so we don't have to do all that. Sorry for that little lull. Oh, where are you? Stop thing. All right. Okay. So where are we? College level examination program. This is CLEP. Um, and you're, it depends though. So what I did was I would study these things, these tests, let's get out of this. I would, oh shoot. I would study these tests with a friend, actually. You don't have to do this, but I just, I did. Um, And honestly, I could go online and get like, for like 20 bucks, like a study guide that would tell me what's in the exam, (laughs) basically. Or there is this guy, 
Where is she? Who has taken almost all of the CLEP tests. Don't ask me why. Um, and can literally tell you, like, this is a psychology one, for example. Like, you could take this as, like, I don't know, electives. Literally tells you how many questions there are, the time limit, how easy it is. It's a two. The description, what's in the exam. This is not, like, an official thing. This is, like, what he went through and did all of this. The theories, the things you need to study, free study resources. You can buy these things, whatever. You go, you look at all of the CLEP exams, topics. You see, there's, like, quite a bit. (laughs) Um, You tie it in, see what stuff you might be able to test out to get started on your degree. And then... If you pass, you're going to go to this little thing called Modern States freshman year for free, which will, how it works, which will give you a club voucher. And if you pass it, we'll reimburse you and you get to do it for free. Okay. So you could potentially do a bajillion credits. Honestly, they suggest freshman year. And I don't mean that you don't have to go to school next year. Like you can do this here and there or now or in the summer or whatever, if you want to, obviously. Um, But, and get a bunch of stuff much cheaper. So what we're doing here is we're saying, okay, you need like 10,000 a year, right? Um, And is that because you're on campus too? Like living on campus? Okay, actually, I'm going to... Almost nothing. <laughs> you what? If I stayed at home, uh, it would probably be about like 4000 a year. Or right. About 000, so. Which you can do. That's like to consider, but I'm not, I'm not coming here telling you to do. But what we're doing is we're thinking, let's just say hypothetically 10000 If you lived at home, we'll say 5000 whatever. Uh, there's two different levels. Like if you're going to save money, you want to like lower expenses and raise your income potentially. You could do one or the other. But if you do both, it'll get you there that much faster. So the first step I'm talking with you about is lowering your expenses. Yes, you could live at home. You could consider that. I'm I'm here telling you, yeah, you'd earn it'd be much cheaper. But like that's something you have to decide. And I'm not necessarily telling you that's the only way to go. Um, but secondly, if we could get you going on some prerequisites, these things that could transfer over, like for a hundred bucks versus. I don't know what it is for you, but at my community college, it would have been like 300, 300 and 400 a class. And then at my university, it was like $1,500 a class. If I got it for a hundred bucks, like that would be awesome. Um, but what we need to do for that is to confirm with your school. because We don't want you to just go jumping into all this stuff and like, it doesn't help. You know what I mean? Well, I'll just switch schools at that point. I don't take it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you can. So I'll, I'll tell you about that too. Um, I think this would be it. Something, something ASU catalog. That, that looks like, yeah, Arizona State University. Okay. A student. Okay. So these are different schools have different requirements on if they allow these things or not. Um, they do say you may receive credit by examination. It says at this school may earn no more than 60 hours of credit by examination. 60 hours is two years. <laughs> so I'm not saying you have to do all six, but I mean like that. So apparently they let you. Um, credit will not. All my prerequisites out of the way. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not trying to do this, but honestly, you could just like not go to college next year and do all of these in bajillion and then go to the next year if you want. Um, and let's see. Okay. There's just the normal stuff. Uh, so basically they're saying, um, you might want to read through this, but I'm trying to keep our time going, you know, to give you more stuff. Right. So like, obviously if you got a higher course in the field, and then you went and took an easier class. They're not going to give you that because they're like, you're already past that. Okay. So here we go. CLEP exams. Blah, blah, blah. Subject examinations. CLEP credit. Here's the AP class down here. But CLEP credits. Look at this. These are the names of the tests. These are the credit hours. This is the equivalency. So um, let's say you needed, I don't know. If you're doing STEM, but you're probably going to need some electives or like a social science because they just want you to like start with something, right? You know, just have a few things. You take American government, get that class out of the way. Um, college comp. Okay, as you can see, there's no, they don't allow these. So you wouldn't want to go take these ones. But you could decide to do some other stuff, some history classes, humanities, psychology, business, law, sociology, macro, like I'm just going through this. And if you've already done some AP stuff and you're really good already at like calculus, for example, because you're going to be needing like math in that, you know, I don't know. You probably don't need quite as high for computer science, maybe as some of the other en like engineering stuff. I don't know. I think I need uh, two maths. Okay. Um. Potentially that, or I actually took the college. Oh, they're not. They don't award that. Okay, never mind. But even if you need two maths, but if you're already past, like I don't know, like what's the re most recent math that you've done? Um, currently in AP Calc. That's awesome. So you could go if you want, um, and pass the college algebra because that'd be easier. Unless yeah. if you pass the AP Calc and then transfer that, that's when they were saying you can't do an easier class because like. You're already smarter than that, but whatever, however that works. So what, so my question is, what do you think of CLEP so far? And do you have any questions? Uh, <laughs> my future plan. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So many people don't know about this. That's why I'm trying to like get the word out and do stuff. Okay. So this is CLEP at ASU is here, but I am also wanting you to confirm CLEPS with school admission. Why is that? Don't leave anything to chance. Everything in writing. I was able to prove something to my college and was able to do the majority or like all of, so I got a math minor, so I did some math, okay? So I was able to do all of the math in my community college up through like Calc 3, Diffie Q, Linear Algebra, and transfer it because I had found a discrepancy between like catalogs and stuff on, on their website. And normally I'd have to take certain classes at, I went to Eastern Michigan at the, at Eastern, but because I found this discrepancy, I, I saved all the emails that were telling me what to do. I got to prove it and I got to do all of the rest of my math at my community college for like super cheap. So like keep everything, <laughs> confirm everything, keep everything in writing. Like, like don't rely on the school to like update you on things. I know it's kind of annoying, but it's like totally adulting. Okay. So I'm just telling you, um, so, yeah, so what I would want you to do is suggest to confirm CLEPS with school admission because we have that on their website, right? We just looked at that. However, 
what if something changed and this particular page wasn't updated and you went and did five of these tests and only one counted? Like, it probably wouldn't happen, but I just, it's good to confirm Clapsus school admission. Now, do you know your pathway? Like, have you talked with a counselor to be like, your first semester you'll take these classes, next semester these classes, et cetera? Uh, no, I don't. Not yet. I plan on talking to my older brother who's taking a very similar course. Cool. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to by right now. I mean, you're still pretty early in the game. But if you decide to do clap tests like this, you want to make sure you know that pathway that they're suggesting. So you can be like, okay, the first semester is like general stuff, right? They might have you do a, I don't know, math, science, English, and social science. I don't know. I'm just making that up. But, like, you want to know that so that you can be like, oh, I'll do the clip for this one, and I'll put it here. This one here, this one here. Boom. I just passed my first semester of college for 400 bucks. Skip it. Let's go to semester two. Like, you don't want to just start taking these without making sure it's in the lineup of, like, yeah. your degree pathway. Does that make sense? Don't take anything unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know... I mean, you can take something unnecessary. It's only a hundred bucks, but like still, you just don't want to do it and feel like it, you know? Yeah. So I'm also going to give you, okay, this was the other girl's school. So we're going to get rid of that. Oh no, wait, what did I do? You just seen me mess with. Okay. Um, this needs to be renumbered. So this is that free clap prep which is just like you can go through and pick one that you want to look at yeah. and it tells you what to do. So the last girl I've talked with yesterday, she asked me, well, how hard are these and how long do they take to study? It depends on you. So like I did it with a friend. We might have like studied for a month and went and took the test. And I don't mean that like we studied like every hour of every day. Um, but yeah. also you can check as, as I had said, this guy suggests is not official, but this is his suggestion on the difficulty level. So I would say find your pathway that they suggest you take. They'll probably give you flexibility. Like if you need like a humanities class, you have like these three options. Go in here. Obviously, if there's something that interests you, you could take that. Or like if you just studied like American history in high school, you could just like test out of that. But you might just want to go through here and find the easiest ones and just do those, <laughs> you know, uh, just just an idea. Um, and then I sent you this info about modern or I'll give you the, these notes, modern states. Um, you'll probably want to look at this as well before you start taking the tests, too, because, again, what if something changed since I looked at it last? Right. Hopefully you can rely on me, but I can't promise the internet's always the same. So I would suggest looking this up. When they say explore courses, the, the thing is they they suggest to have that they have like a study guide for you you could do. I mean, yeah. you could go through it if you want. You can go through the other ones I suggested, whatever. But as you can see, they suggest come on. Go. They suggest that you request this voucher before you register for the exam and then you can use the voucher code as payment so honestly remember i said you could do this for 400 bucks you could probably get like your first year of college free doing all of this if you want going through the uh, freshman year you could you could uh, i don't know with it with your college you'd have to check with a counselor see what um steps they're laying out for you which classes they're asking you to take 
But when they said you can transfer up to 60, so that means you could do like a year or two doing this for free. Yeah. Instead of at your college. Um, or you could just do it some in the summer, or you could just take really easy classes next semester and like get a bunch of these out, or you could do it Christmas break, like whatever you want to do, but just giving you options here, right? <laughs> Trying to help you graduate debt-free. And then if you're, like, working while you're doing this or whatever, you'll have money for the next years. Or we'll look at scholarships or something, right? Right. Okay. Um, I gave you this, which is just on Amazon. You can look up a study guide. I just have general prep study guides. But you could put in – you could put in by psychology or something or a certain one and right. find the right one. This is a different one, so you have to go to CLEP. So that's just a link that might help you. Now, there's another type of exams, too. We're not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> CLEP, tests, CLEP tests is only one kind. DSSTs is another. So, you know, when someone's, like, in the military and they're like, you can do school and, you know, be in the Army or whatever, um, they would have these tests that student could test out of classes and study on their own called DSST exams but civilians can pay for them. So I don't think necessarily modern states covers a voucher for this, but I believe when I did it, it was still about the same price as a CLEP test. So it's still worth it to look through these. All right. The negative part of this is they tend to be a little harder. I actually tried two DSSTs and I didn't pass them. That doesn't mean you can't. I, and I got the majority that I needed in CLEP tests, but I just know that they're a little bit harder. Um, but the cool thing is they do go a little higher levels. So these is, this is lower level writing, or, um, classes okay. lower level, and they go a little higher. So they're not, you're not going to do, be able to do stuff maybe exactly for like all the higher, like write computer science or programming or whatever, <laughs> but there's at least some options. So, I mean, I would say there's like at least like a hundred options between this and CLEPS. I don't know. I haven't counted, but. Yeah, okay. So if I'm really all in on the club um, and testing out of stuff, uh, that's where I want to go if I want to do go above and beyond. If I, if I want to go beyond just all the requisites, prerequisites. For the DSSTs? Yeah. Yeah, those usually have higher level ones, but it really depends on your program. There might not be some for you. Like, for example, I know a few people that have done more general programs um, one guy did political science and a, another girl did like a social science. So that's a little general, right? I mean, it's specific, but it's not like you're going into teaching and you got to do like student teaching or you're going into electrical engineering. Like it's a little more general. So what they did um, is they tested out of almost all of their bachelor degree. <laughs> so I think they ended up paying probably a few thousand dollars for their degree. It might have been anywhere between two to five or something. Um, there's a few colleges that um, accept almost unlimited credits. Okay, nope. First one is Thomas Edison State University, TESU. Um, it's in New Jersey, but you don't have to go. And it's just, there's a crazy amount of transferring credit that you can do. It has one of the most flexible transfer credit policies. Um, basically, this one friend just stayed at home and like tested out of his whole bachelor's degree for this. So he was going on to grad, uh, a law school. So he's like, I just need like 
a political science degree, and then to move on. This might not exactly apply to you, but, like, it's something you can look at, you know? Yeah. Um, PSU, there's that. And then we also have, they might have changed the name, Excelsior. Excelsior, okay. Uh, college online degree programs. Let's see if we can look at transferring. Credit by exam. Apparently there's a lot. Um, I am not going to take the time to read all of this because I want to make sure I give you enough quality of other stuff. But um, this is another college with that. The cool thing about these two colleges, too, is they also have their own types of testing. So, like, if you can't do a DSST or CLEP for these, they have some of their own classes. If you test out of it, you don't just don't have to take the class. So, but with your degree plan, might not always work, but I'm just throwing that out there, you know? Yeah. Um, what did I forget? Oh, yeah, I wanted to look at your college as well one more time because I had a list. Oh, look, for yours, yes, it does say at ASU, they do CLEP, AP, DSSTs, and then it looks like they have a few other options. So I have not personally done these other options, but if you cannot fit, like, if you're interested in doing, like, transferring, like, 60 credits to them, and if you can't fit them all with CLEP tests, there's these other options, too. Okay. Um, so I haven't, I don't have a lot of experience with all these, but who cares? Like, might as well. But if I can, like, smash anything into your brain at all for all of this, you need to confirm with your school. Even if it says it on there, maybe they changed the page and it wasn't updated in time. I just don't want you to go and do something without the confirming. So I would just suggest to do that. Um, um, let's see. So other steps that we're looking at. First off, any questions? I got more to tell you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had one. Uh, did you go in, in state or out of state? I, I was in state. Okay. Yeah. And you said you got about like your first year of uh, college off. Yeah. What was your average tuition for your um, sophomore and beyond? Yeah. So I, I did, okay. I tested a whole bunch out of a whole bunch and then I went to my community college. So it was much cheaper there. Um, okay. And I actually got a full ride scholarship there for two years. So I did a couple years there. So that was awesome. It was through their choir scholarship. I went and auditioned and they said I could sing. So I got, I got money. But then when I went to Eastern, um, just the tuition. So I didn't live on campus, but the tuition itself, it, it really depends on how many classes you take, but I could say it was around 10,000 or something for a year. Yeah. Um, I had something else I thought of that I lost, but yep. Does that answer your question? Oh, yeah, perfect. Yep, okay. And, okay, so the other steps I wanted to suggest, um, I also list, you know what, I'm going to cancel this one, because down here from the last person I talked with, I listed some episodes you might want to listen to, just because it it's, it's more than I can tell you in this hour that we're together, because I have to go do stuff after this, like, hour or so. Actually, I didn't specify that, that it was an hour. Are you okay talking for an hour, or do you need to go right now? Go like 5.30. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so I had suggested these episodes of my podcast just because I also talk about how in college I got paid to do my homework, paid to 
uh, take notes, and paid to work out. So if you want to do that too, um, that's something I explained. I think it was episode seven. I don't know. I listed some of them down here. So basically, I got student positions that were not super busy at all. Maybe I had to answer phone and transfer it, and then I just sit and do my homework. It was like minimum wage, but if you're going to be doing your homework anyways, you might as well sit there and get paid to do your homework. Um, I also worked at our gym. So if it wasn't busy, I just worked out. And then also, have you ever heard of becoming a note taker? I have not. Do you like taking notes? <laughs> uh, yeah. I do. Okay. Last day, um, no. it, it has a good teacher in it then. Uh, sure. Um, there are some, and you'd have to check with your school. So this is still like you needing to go try and like reach out and do this, but I'm just giving you the info to, um, it might be with admissions, but it's probably with like disability services. That's why I had it right here about being a note taker. So if you're in a class with a student who needs some help, like can't quite keep up with how fast the class is going or just needs help writing notes for whatever reason, they need a note taker. All that you would simply do is like make a copy of your notes for them. Or sometimes they give you paper with like two pages together. You tear off the back and give it to them. Um, and you can be paid minimum wage to sit in class and take notes that you're already taking. Like if you're already taking notes and then just like get paid to do that. So that's another option to earn money while you're doing things like this. Um, yeah. And then, um, so I gave you my podcast info and then I just said, stay connected to my Facebook group. That's just because within the next couple of weeks, I'm starting a Facebook group. Not everyone in college is on Facebook, but I have, it's hard to find a better type of community layout like if you do something on like i don't know it's just it's nice i don't know just the layout if you do something on like discord or reddit like i mean it's not exactly like we have the community posts and post under it so i'm not saying you have to join that but i'm starting that so that people can post ideas and ask questions in there for even more than i just give you right now when i'm talking to you you know um so that's that and we just spent like 35 minutes or so talking about lowering expenses. Um, now I'm going to go to earning money for this. But before I do, did you have any questions or thoughts or anything? Yeah, I was thinking, uh, do you already have an Instagram page? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This? Yep. Okay. I can add that into. People uh, that I know uh, use more commonly than any other app. I, I expected so. That's why I do have an Instagram. It just won't let me do like, it won't let me do like a community where like other people can post and ask questions, but oh. yeah, but yes, I do have that. So that, so that would be awesome. You can, I will put info on there as well. You just use all your accounts to lead it back to the Facebook page or <laughs> something like that in the podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good question. So let's say best case scenario, you know, you make whatever choice you might be able to get, one to two years, <laughs> really cheap. However you decide to do it, if you decide to do it in the summer or just not go to school next year and do this, whatever you want to do, if you want to do it. But let's say we want you to have more money to like pay for that, right? 10000 a year or so. So that's where scholarships and grants and stuff come in. Have you looked for or been interested at all in any other scholarships or should I just start fresh? Start fresh. All right. I like that. 
So first we're going to, what we're going to do is go in like concentric circles, right? You're going to see what's closest around you and kind of spread out from there. So we're talking about your, the school right here. Um, and you know what, actually, before I get into that, I am going to mention, because I just, I don't want to like jump out of the way too much. All these other questions are stuff that I do for my uh, scholarship business, so we don't have to quite go into all of them. These are just as you look at scholarships. But what made me think of it was the community college that I mentioned and that was here. You might, it might be advantageous for you to look into local community colleges. I know people don't always like to do that, and I'm not going to like hunt you down and ask if you looked into them. But you might want to, to just see pricing and transfer pricing there because hypothetically there might be a club test that you cannot take, but you find out that it's like only 300 bucks at a community college and you could take in the summer and transfer to yeah, ASU. Uh, I think I do have a pretty quick means of doing that. I, I currently am enrolled at uh, Scottsdale Community. Oh! My, uh, out of the way courses that I'm doing in high school that's uh, dual enrollment. Yeah. Uh, you need to apply to it. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So then you kind of already have a connection. You can kind of look in if there's any CLEP tests you don't have, or there might be a test that you want in person because you maybe learn better that way, yeah. whatever you want to do. Um, excuse me. Okay. Um, let's, let's look at your web, this website. So ASU, it, sometimes it's in different places. We're going to say it's in admissions. Whenever I try to look for financial aid. Sometimes it's in academics. There's cost and aid in that page. Where did it say it? Uh, the top toolbar, right next to admission info. Uh, right here? Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, we'll just go to this one. Sometimes it's always like an adventure trying to find stuff in a new school website. Complete the FAFSA. Okay. Paying for college. I'm trying to look if they have scholarship opportunities. First year student. So then are you in state? Like you live in Arizona and then you're going yeah, to the yeah. school in Arizona? Okay. First year student from Arizona, for example. I just want to look through the rest of them before I click on it. Okay. We're going to click on here and just see what we're able to do. Plan for scholarships. Look at that. I'm going to give you this link. You can come back to it easier. So this is the general um, uh, first year scholarships. I'm going to say that's what it's called. I'm going to give it to you. And this is stuff that you can probably look deeper into later. Um, but here's New American University Merit Scholarships. Okay. So this is based on test scores, SAT or ACT. College and departmental, that's, you could look at all of these, but I'm going to choose that one at this point because, here it is, scholarship portal application. Usually colleges have a general application and they're like, fill this out and we'll send it to like a whole bunch of scholarships. So you mentioned getting the dean's uh, scholarship or whatever before. That's like an admission scholarship. So like if they accept you based on your GPA or other things, that's great. 
Then you have to go to one step further and they're not automatically going to enter you into these things. You have to actually go and uh, do a new application. Um, But we do want to watch deadlines. Mm, It's not saying when the deadline is for this scholarship application. So I'm going to click this. Oh, that's weird. Okay. So, um, this would be huge for you to apply for because a college's scholarship portal like this, you usually do one application and it sends it out to like dozens of them. Um, sometimes there are more that you have to find and apply for specifically. This is kind of like the next step underneath general admissions where they're like, this is your GPA, so we'll give you this money. Um, so I'm going to give you this. And just because I'm trying to fit a whole bunch into our time frame, I'm not going to try to hunt down. So I'm going to just tell you and suggest that you ask um, uh, about the deadline for the general application because you don't want to miss that if you want to do it. Um, <laughs> I'm giving you a lot of action steps. I'm not going to hunt you down, but like these are just options for you, you know? Right. So there's that. And then it looks like also there is another ASU search tool. Oh, that's cool. For search filters. So like, let's say incoming. Um, I don't know which one they use. So I'm just going to give that for an example. Arizona. Would You would be full-time, right? If you'd yeah. be living on campus. Yep. So we're just going to search for for these and look it's going to give you ideas from you being a new student arizona resident with your gpa oh my goodness they were due they're due (laughs) some of them are due tomorrow (laughs) um (laughs) some are due the 6th the 9th the 13th 14th okay it's really good that we're looking look at how many pages there are dude (laughs) the 15th the 16th so that first application portal that like general applications where you'd want to start because you don't want to get freaked out with like i have all of these to do like if you only have if you like you're super busy just like do that one general application if you're able to but here's so many other options look at that if you can lower your expenses and then go for go crazy on these scholarships like you're gonna graduate debt free i mean there's such potential with here um you know, if you want to not even jump into college yet and do all this and do a whole bunch of applying, you could do that. If you want to and do this other times, I know I've probably said that three times, but I'm just, I get excited about this because you have, you're like right in the sweet spot to be able to jump into all of these things. Um, Cause sometimes I talk to students that are already like almost graduating and that's totally good to talk with them, but it's like, you already, they already have loans and stuff, you know? Um, yeah. And on top of that, um, I'll tell you a little bit more what I do. So this is free coaching call information. And all it is is to see if it helps you. I get practice. Maybe you, just, maybe you want to tell your friends if you feel like it. But I just want to give you more information about what I do. I am a scholarship consultant, and I help students find scholarships for college. So students have to apply for their own scholarships because it would be illegal for me to take your name (laughs) and write your essays. So I'm not going to do that. But scholarships can take time to be found. 
And like students don't always want to spend the hours doing that. Um, which actually, oh my goodness, that just reminded me of someone that I have to get back to. I apologize. I'm not going to text them back. I just want to flag it down real quick. Um, so people don't want to take the time and apply or uh, look, look for them. And so that's where I come in. I jump in and I say, hey, you can pay me to find you scholarships. So I can guarantee finding students between ten to $30,000 of scholarship opportunities that then they have to apply for themselves. Um, and I charge just a little less than 1% of however much opportunities I find you. Um, so that's just another option that I could help you out. I will let you know. I'm giving you all my secrets here, okay? I will let you know that um, you can go ahead and look up like Google like scholarship databases. Um, some of these are what I get my info from. Um, nine best scholarship search engines. So I'm going to give you this link. Oh, no, computer. What are you doing? Okay, I'm going to just say other search engines. And then I'm also working up building my coaching call experience and whatever. So obviously pass this free one if you want to keep working together. We totally could try to plan that out too if you want to hire me. But my goal is to move on. I just like word vomited and gave you like almost 20 things you could do. This is not like freak out and have all this pressure. Just look at one of them a week if you want or something, except you might want to check some deadlines if you do want to like do some applications, but is, yeah, I know. I know. Um, for those, if you do have time to look at them, just wing it. Like, so many people don't apply for a scholarship because they think it has to be perfect. I'm not saying procrastinate and never do any of them, but if you find a scholarship and it's due tomorrow and it needs to have a paragraph and you're like, I have no idea what I'm doing, you can still just wing it because the worst thing is just not trying anything. Um, and I, I know a guy who applied for a women's scholarship and nobody else applied, so he got it. Yeah. So don't be shy here, okay? <laughs> Um, um, okay. Yeah. So I gave you that. Here's a list of some scholarship engines. Oh, I know what I was going to say. My goal for like doing coaching would be like a next step. Like this is a whole bunch that you could do, but for coaching, I could do some of this with you. I could try to hunt some of these things down. I could help you lay out your scholarship essays. I could, um, let's see, help you. I don't know, just like lay out a plan like, okay, this money I'm going to use for this first year of school and then this money I'll use for this year of school and like making logistics and like planning it out. Does that make sense? Like that's what I'm trying to do with people. So um, that's what I'm here for. And that was actually all I was had planned out to share with you at this point because the next step beyond this is like grants. But that's generally if um, it's generally like federal grants, like and at your age, they're still counting your parents' income. So you probably wouldn't be under the poverty level and get those grants. <laughs> um, but like, you can still watch for if there any grants pop up that's like outside of that. And also, I'm gonna do one last thing. So we gotta make it even funny. Um, after your first year in college, when you're a current student, 
more scholarships will open up and they'll be like, oh, you're already a student here. Here are more options. And once you're accepted into a certain program, well, it depends on how your school works. Sometimes, you know, like with a nursing program, you have to be accepted, but then sometimes you just declare a major major, and you're already in the program. But you might want to, once you get going on it, go see not just a general advisor, but like an advisor for like computer. Did you say computer science or computer engineering? Uh, computer science. Science. Okay. You'd want to see like a specific advisor in that because there might be some department scholarships too that are even more specific. So in a school setting, you're going to have like, oh, I'm, I, I'm entered, like I'm admitted, that's the word, into the college. Here are some scholarships just because you're awesome and you got a good GPA. Then there's that general application to apply for more. Then you got to find more below that. And then you find like your department. And then you look at all these other scholarship search engines don't try to look at this as like overwhelmed too much to do. These are opportunities. We're going to significantly lower your expenses and raise the amount of income you could start earning. And that's how you could graduate debt free. At least that's a good chunk of how I did it. So there you go. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Like chart it out a little for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, um, <laughs> it's funny looking at it. It does give me a little bit of peace of mind. <laughs> oh, good. Really? Yeah. Look at look at the name. Wait, look at the name of my podcast. Hopefully, you get some mental peace. Look what I did just there. Um, yeah, I would say, and I don't want to freak you out with this whole list and blah blah blah. I would say that your first steps. Oh, you know what? I have to give you twenty-one things. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want you to go away and be like, I have all this to do. Your first steps, just because before you're going to apply, usually for school stuff, they usually want to look at your FAFSA. So finishing that. And then um, looking at some of these, because the deadlines might be soon on your school scholarships. Unless, of course, you decide, I'm not going to school next year. I am testing out of stuff. And then I guess it wouldn't matter. But that's just stuff you have to consider. But no matter what, I'd still suggest finishing your FAFSA. Um, yeah. And then beyond that, you'll probably want to confirm um, AP classes and CLEP tests so that you can start doing that. So that's better. Instead of 21 ideas, here's like a handful of things to do first. Um, cool. Did you have any questions? Uh, one thing I noticed was that you were uh, sending a link and showing a lot of uh, of the college level textbooks. Have you heard of Khan Academy? Yes. Okay, because I, I know it's a super useful thing. Yeah. For me personally, mm-hmm. because uh, it, it creates a bunch of quizzes and tests for you, so you can uh, get some experience with. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, you could probably just study Khan Academy and then take the CLEP test. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I forgot to mention, I keep thinking of new things. One of these episodes in here also talks about how I've gotten free and really cheap textbooks, too. That's another way that you're going to lower. Cheap and... <laughs> so, you know, yeah, upperclassmen just buy it off of them when they don't need it. Yeah, exactly. Do that, yep. Um, that and also checking with your professor if you need the most updated one because a lot of times they want you to buy, like, 
when you get like a bookstore list, they want you to buy like the newest one because there's like an access code. But sometimes your professor never uses the online access. So that's where you can like confirm stuff. You don't like you said, buy it from an upperclassman instead. Yep. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Hey guys. Okay. Wasn't that awesome? Like we went through all these steps and I even told her which ones to do first and it was more um, personalized, right? If you are interested in some personalized coaching, I am doing them for free. You actually heard that right. An hour coaching for free like this um, within this month of February 2022. So don't miss out on that. And I'll probably keep doing coaching, but looking at starting to charge possibly after that, either in March or April, or we'll see. So let me know. Email me at info at moneyandmentalpeace.com. Again, that is info at moneyandmentalpeace.com and we can connect. Thanks. Hey girl. Okay. So before you run off to calculus, if this podcast has brought you any encouragement, would you please write a review on iTunes or take a screenshot, post it in your Insta stories and tag me. Let's tell the rest of our stressed sisters that more money and peace can be attained outside of the conventional way of doing college. See you next time. Love and prayers, Kara.